What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I'm still Keith. I might be Jack. And this episode, allegedly, he's Jack. And this episode of Gun Day Brunch is brought to you by Taurus USA and Guns.com. For information on all sorts of cool revolvers and semi-automatic pistols, go to TaurusUSA.com. And to buy those exact same guns, go to Guns.com. Neat. All right, so... <laughs> today we're going to talk about how all right so we have two topics for today uh, ladies and gentlemen boys and girls of all ages and the first one is there was a viral video that went around earlier this week of a guy on an airline who basically was like uh i'm gonna kill everyone on this plane and i'm gonna hijack this plane and jack why don't you take it from here okay so one he is wearing like a kind of field jacket and he has a ratty beard he looks like a bad guy target. He looks like yeah. a police academy yeah. bad guy target. If you shot this dude in your interview for MIB, you would not be becoming a, a registered agent of the Men in Black. That is a really deep cut. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. That, that is, that but, is a throwback to the way. <laughs> enjoy that one, 90s kids. But he stands <laughs> up. He gets in an argument. with, And I want to be clear about this. They're in the air. They're cruising altitude. They're flying. He gets in an argument with the 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 stewardess. And, sir. Sorry, Come on. Flight it's I'm sorry. I've been watching a lot earlier in the chat, and I'm like, no, we use a different word now. I've been watching a lot of Mad Men. It's not my fault. <laughs> um, so he he gets in this argument with the flight attendant. They they go to the pilot. They're like, hey, we got to land this thing. This guy's crazy. And when they start landing. He's like, oh, it doesn't matter where we go. I'm turning this into a bloodbath. If he stands up and he points at him, he's like, and if you don't want to be killed, just run away from me with your hands in the air. This is when, in it, for me, if I'm on that plane, I start the clock. If in 30 seconds I don't hear air marshal, everyone get down, you have just become my problem. He <laughs> goes for another two minutes. A just crazy talk. It's a oh, yeah. bloodbath. I'm going to kill you mind. all. There's one dude behind him who's like, hey, man, calm down. No, we're past calm down. He then bump, he gets into the aisle, puts a broken spoon in his hand, and, like, holds it like a rifle. Very yeah, weird. Yeah, he, he, like, air rifles in the middle of the plane yeah. aisle, and I'm like, are you and, shooting the imaginary bullets now, sir? And then he bum rushes the front of the cockpit in an attempt to and tries to open the door now he did at that point finally people were like oh maybe yeah, we that, should at do that something point, about this like, okay okay Which, now one those doors don't open in flight nope. no you are not well, strong they, enough to open a pressurized door in flight yeah. Oh, so that he, being he tries said, to open the he tries to he bum rushes towards the exit row door, not the not the cat not the cockpit. Oh, I, sorry, I thought yeah. it was the cat. But... No, he's trying to he's trying to open up the exterior door, which to your point will not open in flight. Like that's just you don't not get happening. to try. You yeah. don't get. Okay. Do they tackle him? Do they finally subdue him? Yes, the plane lands. Everything's fine. This he gets arrested. Long. Arrested. He should have been given a fucking sleepy time hug or a number of chin works. Men, men, women, everybody should have bum rubbed this guy. We are a post-2001 world. We don't fuck around on planes anymore. Like, if we're on the ground... 
after he had been taken it, down and someone had choked like, him. I'm going to turn this into a bloodbath. That should have been a boot party. Everybody should have been going by like he was the hysterical woman on airplane. It's like, <laughs> wham, 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 Just everybody. Then you just see just the, the, beats the line. By the way, the line all the way to the back of the plane. This. There's some dude with a bowling pin. Moment Keith goes wop wop wop. Discord asks us if not Discord. Zoom asks us if we're playing music. That was hilarious <laughs> to me. Like, um, nope, nope, we are not. Sorry, Zoom. Sweet, uh, sweet chin music. But seriously, like oh, this we, guy should, they should have gotten to the, the point where they were like, of, a, of a song that needed to happen, and that song, is the sleepy time song, guys. The, I, they should have been holding this guy and letting small children kick him just so they could practice figuring out what it feels like to kick somebody on an airplane. Like, I, there are so few moments in this world where you are blessed. I, I, I mean this, where you are blessed with the opportunity to solve a problem with unrestrained physical violence. And it's a hundred percent justified. Everyone's going to be okay with whatever you do to that guy. That dude could have been decapitated and his head thrown onto the tarmac. And American Airlines just would have been like, sir. Come this way for your free Admirals Club. Like whatever yeah. you do to this guy is totally okay. Like, I want to oh, make that clear. Everything you've been told about life. self told about self-defense, where it's like, all right, you're responsible. You know, you have when the threat stops. No, we're on a Propor- proportionate force. Proportionate the threat ends when it lands. When we're no longer airborne, you don't get to look crazy on planes. No, we're done with this. And if you were sitting around that, if you were sitting behind that guy when he started to get up. It was your job to take your free headphones and, like, guillotine this dude immediately. So, uh, (laughs) just as a point of reference, those free headphone cables actually snap at a pretty low amount of pressure. So, your iPhone charging cord, on the other hand. I like what you said. The iPhone, the the laptop charging brick, that's a solid two pounds. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. We so walked I through actually... a great equalizer in the airport. You walk through the airport, you got to walk through a thing that says no more tools beyond this point. You are an ape in a tube in the sky. Get to work. Like, let's be real. If you took, if you had your laptop in your backpack and you took that out and you cracked him upside the face with the edge of it and broke your screen, Apple would give you a free one for hitting a terrorist oh. on a plane. I'll buy you a laptop. Yeah. I'll buy you a better laptop. Like, listen, you hit a guy who was threatening to take down a plane with your laptop and you broke your screen. You're an American hero. Congratulations. There's no no more political divide in this situation. Everybody's like, was he fucking around on a plane? You don't fuck around on planes. Right. When we're on the ground, if you want to be an asshole and, like, yell at the stewardess and they have to bring the police, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to get up and do anything because we're on the ground. I'm safe. The moment the wheels come up a little bit, well, welcome to Thunderdome. We are now in the world's most polite society, so I promise you, you don't want me sitting on your chest. I think what the surprise, I think the most surprising thing to me was, was that it went on for so long before that's he caught it. the app. That's it. As soon as that man was like, I am, I am the mayor of Crazy Town, it's like, you are going to night-night. Right? <laughs> like, come on, you can't, t- I, so... Like and, I, and, I, I was on. Uh, go, go ahead, Caleb. No, it just like I, I think what was surprising to me was that no one on that plane was like, or refer, let me rephrase. 
everyone else on that plane thought it was someone else's problem, you know, that, and that's that, that did. Yeah, that that's was the like, mindset thing that this we, really comes down we've to. We've regressed to it's not my problem mindset versus the mindset very, very early post 9-11 of like you even act a little bit and it's going to look like getting tackled in the nfl everybody's just gonna be like the ball the crazy person you guys are both old enough to remember a game that we all played as children called smear the word that we're not allowed to say anymore um that's what it should have looked like it should have looked like that and he was the one with the ball and he just gets dogpiled and on the bottom of the pile there's somebody just going shut the fuck up on airplanes forever I, I, just, I, I was on a I was on a flight last year and I because of because of costs, I was able to get a first class ticket for very nice. And I sat right at the front of the plane and I'm like, oh, this is nice space and comfort and everything like that. And some entitled douche canoe wearing a brovet shirt was very mad because he couldn't bring his rather large carry on onto the plane when he thought he'd seen a space for it like somewhere amid planes and he was getting into it with the flight attendant at the front of the plane. Now we're on the ground, but there was a point that I looked across the aisle at my buddy Oki, who was also in first class. And we're, we're both sitting there and we're looking at each other and we're looking up at dude and we're looking at each other and we kind of nod and go, all right, the minute he reaches for the flight attendant who is much smaller than him and female, um, this dude is going to take the dirt nap. Yeah, sleepy time forever. I want to. I want to say it, one more thing, and then we can move on to the real topic. In there are immortal words in response to this from Todd Beamer. Let's roll. Mm -hmm. That this is you may have to be the one that reacts. I know if you're watching, if you listen to this, you probably have an idea like, hey, it might be your job. Expect to self-rescue, so forth and so on. That plane is your responsibility to keep safe. If there's no air marshal, it's your job to ensure your own safety, which may include busting this fool upside the face repeatedly, maybe a little bit to the body, some of the groin, snap an arm. Who cares? No one will bind. You will not be on the news. He'll this, be on a t-shirt. This this is not a man who is sitting grumpy saying passive aggressive things to the to the He's not Yeah, let's time. let's be real this clear. Man, this, this man this has is gone a, off yeah. the res. We if you're like completely gone. So there is there's a line like for the record for people who haven't seen the video. This guy wasn't just like acting like an a-hole. He was actively threatening people. He said he was going the one for me that would have the the line for me where I would have been like, oh, if in 30 seconds somebody doesn't have this guy in handcuffs or something, I guess it's my problem, was when he said, I am going to take over this plane. That's it. Oh, yeah. That's, yep, that's the line. Yep. You say I'm going to take over this plane. And I'm like, okay, I guess, we're, I guess <clears throat> we're fighting. Once you say that, pray the air marshal gets up before I do. Yeah. You say, I'm going <laughs> to take over this plane. And like, look, I may, and here's the thing I am fully cognizant of the fact I may not win this fight. That is a that is a a reality that I accept uh, that I have accepted at every time that I've had to use violence throughout my entire life is the fact that I may not win. However, you don't get to say some out of pocket shit on a plane like I'm taking over this plane. We're fighting. It's just, it's just what it is. We're fighting. I yep. saw that there were two guys and we don't really get to see what they do. I don't know why they waited the length that they waited. They have their own decisions for that. I wasn't in their shoes. 
So I can't, I will say that I believe I would have reacted differently. They may have reacted perfectly. I don't want a Monday night quarterback these guys with the limited information we have. But I promise you, once the the first guy stood up, there were probably three other guys who were like, oh, shit, it is okay for me to do this. Let me get up as well. You may be the guy that breaks the dam of reaction that stops this. You may Mm -hmm. lose, but by action, you may create the outcome that you want. That dude might have diced you up with a broken spoon a little bit, but that's far better than a crash plane. Yeah, and also, it was a broken spoon. Like, Come on. Come on. Scratches. Scratches. Yeah, he he would have to, like, be on top of you, shoving it into your carotid artery. And he was a small dude. I mean, like, this man was not the picture-perfect, like, yeah, I ain't winning that MMA match. Again, this, this, he this is this guy like he's he might scratch me one, two sucky times, and then I'm going to be caving his head into the bottom of the plane as quickly as I can. Like this was not this was not the most physically intimidating specimen you've ever come across. Now, yeah, methed no. out crazy person, sure. Example of uh, the time. Huh, here's a fun fact. Did you know that you can transport antlers in your carry-on baggage? Hmm. I don't I don't know why that interesting thing that occurred to me, but you know, just like an antler. Because it used to be, and the re- so the reason why I looked this up is it actually used to be that you you know those you remember those novelty baseball bats? You actually used to be able to break those in your carry-on. Not anymore. Apparently I looked, I went to look. TSA says, please don't. Don't put those in your carry-on. You could beat somebody up with that. And I'm like, yes, yeah. that's the point. But okay, fine. I I I don't mind. You can take all the tools you want from me. I'm still I'm still yeah. me on that plane. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not for everybody else. Sorry for you guys, but they they really do be just like, all right, on the plane, Jack uh, will be the apex predator. <laughs> here's a fun thing. I don't okay. have to go far to chase you. You're trapped. It's great. So, uh, for people who are... Maximum human predation right now. Muffled gorilla violence sounds. Like, that's all you get. (laughs) This is because I'm a quiet gorilla. (laughs) So, for people who are interested in carrying some sort of weapon on an aircraft... uh, Let me rephrase that. Hang on. What I meant to say was... Maybe we just don't. Maybe we just leave this alone. Maybe we just don't. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about weapons. These aren't weapons. For people who are... Here's an interesting thing that you can carry on an airplane, a bicycle chain and lock. We're going to jail. We're going to jail. I'm going to join the Latin Kings because I look good in purple and gold. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But you can't carry uh, blenders. Uh, So that's, uh, I'm just in the booty section of things that you can carry on. What about, you know, an air fryer? Uh, you know, I uh, do can we talk? Uh, what's the deal with airplane food? <laughs> right. Fun fact: Do you know you can have your you can have body armor in your carry on? Yes, I did know that. I did not know that. I've always just thrown it in. I've always just thrown it in my. Um, I actually, if you are going to transport hard plates, I recommend pulling them out of oh, the carrier yeah. and mm. putting them in your carry on because Jesus Christ, do you not know what those people are doing it to it? behind the scenes like you can you... carry a freaking bread maker on this is you can also carry a camera monopod on a plane guys 
You shall not bounce. <laughs> no, just making angry Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, can you just, just like just, head just straight on a up, just straight up Gandalf so to Denethor movie that three? Thwack. Prepare yeah, that for is battle. Just a mace. Thwack. Thwack. That is just like I, I don't even need to extend it. That just like no. big bulb like sleepy time for you, sir. Oh yeah. This is uh-huh. <laughs> that is nap time. That is... So I'm anyway, gonna, I'm gonna... A, a couple of a couple of quick whacks with a forget me stick there oh, and man. uh I'm really glad that we don't depend on YouTube monetization for these. Homie, go, homie, gonna be like, homie, gonna be like, uh, uh, hey, hey, buddy, you, you okay? You, you got a little stupid there for a second. <laughs> He's gonna wake up in the back of a wagon in Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, you're finally awake. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Oh god! <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so now that we've spent twenty minutes oh. talking about whooping the shit out of people on airplanes, <laughs> let's talk about what this episode's <laughs> actually about, guys. So, last week we had a um, we we were talking about uh, PCC. Oh, we were talking about the 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 not Caltech, the Smith and Wesson folding PCC, the and you know, and we wanted to not talk the FPC. about yeah, right the FPC, not the FPC. Uh, we wanted to talk about the the use case for backpack carbines, right? So that was a whole thing for a while where everyone was like, I'm making a, a rifle that I'll fit in my backpack. And I was always like, for what though? And that doesn't mean that I don't think that you should make them or buy them or have them because I think that you should be able to buy, you know, an F-15 Strike Eagle if you want to, right? But... Um, founding fathers intended it. The founding, founding fathers, fathers did actually intend to have, have access to military awesome. equipment. Uh, so, but let's talk about that use case for these guns. Like, to me, I am the guy who doesn't, like, my, the closest thing I have to a backpack gun is my dumpster defender. So it's not really a backpack. Uh, gun. By the way, that guy walked. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what. Remember I... when everybody told me that I was crazy for saying that guy was going to get to walk, and I said, "Uh uh-uh. uh." I, I I remember my reaction to that was was that's a pretty sketchy shooting, but it's also a coin flip on whether or not he walks. I again. Roll of the dice, but it's a roll of the dice. But I felt comfortable with my thing, and I turned out to be right, so I called it. Anyway, that's your backpack gun. So let I I want to state why I'm a big fan of backpack guns. All right. I live in an apartment. I don't know my neighbors that well. I see them occasionally. They don't know my name. Um, I think the closest thing I've had to a conversation with one was when I was walking by, he turned to his wife and said, that is the biggest white boy I've ever seen in my life. Ah. Um, we, this is had, not we had similar conversations. This is not <laughs> new. I've, I've dealt with this several times in my life. Um, should I do I want to live someplace where I'm not an apartment? Sure. But just for right now, this is my apartment. Um, when I go to shoot. I got to walk out of this apartment. I got to go into that truck and I got to leave. The less profile I make, the better I feel. Fair. So when I take one, fold it up, and I I can put it in a backpack. 
and I can even put all the ammo in a bag. I'm just a dude walking out with a bag. When I'm a dude walking out with a rifle case, everybody knows what that is. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I agree with that. But I don't know if that's necessarily a backpack gun so much as it's a case for like discreet transportation methods so, for your guns. So I take this lesson of saying, hey, I'd like to be discreet in this life that I live right now. And I'm going to tell you a belief of mine that is unpopular. During the apocalypse, you still have to pay rent. Hmm. I 100% agree with that. Like, if you if you believe the light, you will be in an apocalypse where the rent is not due, you're incorrect. Um, Total collapse is almost impossible. I'm not saying it's impossible, but it's almost impossible. But some form of structure and government will exist. And your ability to be unnoticed by that, if you have to exist around it, which you probably will, might be important to you. Can I foresee an instance in my life where I might want to have a rifle with me everywhere I go? 100%. Can I also say that I would like the ability to pass through that world as unnoticed as possible? Yes. Um, There are a number of ways to do this. There are a number of reasons to do this. I will not get into tactics as far as to like deploying it. I think that's a per use case per the bag per the gun everything is going to be a little bit different very nuanced it's a very specialized thing because guys running backpack guns who are on like a psd they're on a personal security hotel doing vip that's a very different world than i personally want to be unnoticed but have something more than my carry pistol right because of how the world is or how my specific world is right now um and the guy, there are guys who teach this methodology. Um, I don't know who's running classes right now on it, but there are some out there. Um, and in fact, any any class where you shoot an SBR is a, is a class where you're understanding what you're doing with this stuff. Getting it from the bag to, to into use is the only real difference there, and I don't think you need a full class on that unless you're doing some extra stuff like PSD work where you might have extra shit in that bag that matters. Right. Now, you are your own PSD element, by the way. Every day, you are you are in charge of doing that. And when I Shout worked, out to Pat Mac. Yes. Uh, when I worked as a bodyguard, um, one of our standing rules were we figure out how to do this thing if we didn't have any guns, and then we bring guns to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I'm not saying right now you need to run out and buy a backpack gun. I am saying I believe there is a use case for it in the so far, in the terms of I would like to remain low profile. I would like to have the ability to have more gun than is just a handgun. No matter what that handgun is, if it's a pocket pistol or if it's a full-size fighting gun, it has limitations. Mm-hmm. It's it's the hardest gun to shoot. And if even if you don't switch calibers, like um, my... My backpack gun is a 9mm SBR. <clears throat> it used to be a 9mm pistol, but then the ATF was like, hey, and my buddies at Reptilia were like, we make a really cool stock for that gun. And I'm like, sold. Oh, take <laughs> it. Like, All right, I'm in. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, and so I, I SBR'd it, and that's, that's not a huge legal problem in the polite world. And if the world gets particularly impolite, eh, NFA is not really going to matter anymore. Um so mine's an SBR, and even by going from a 
handgun to a shoulder fired platform of some sort in the same caliber, you've changed your equation. You've changed how well you can fight if you have to fight. You've, no one you've would, brought the bigger stick. No one would turn down a P365 that when you drew it from the holster turned into an MP5. Yeah. No, no, no one would say no to that. <laughs> I, I hope they wouldn't because that would actually be pretty cool. When I think, you know, the whole, the, like, I understand. So given that, you know, given that kind of justification, yeah, I'm totally on board with that because that's a thought process I've had myself. Like, is, are there circumstances where I might want to have a carbine with me, especially, you know, even given where I live, right? Like even, you know, the, the, even the enhanced, so like a perfect example, right? My nine mil SBR, it is way easier to shoot teeny tiny groups at long distances with this than it is with my carry gun. And it's really, it doesn't have that much barrel on it, right? Like the barrel length oh. isn't significantly greater than some of the other guns that I own, but the fact that it has a stock on it and I can get behind this gun and actually really do some work that, with it. Is that the Crimson Trace Railmaster? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I've used that for a similar... This kind of laser thing. is beef. So because I don't uh, run night vision, but there is there's a whole there is a use case that I buy into completely outside the competition aspect where vis lasers on carbines are pretty cool. Vis laser. So mine is an eleven and a half inch SBR. Uh, the the era of the pistol of the AR pistol is dead. Long live the AR pistol. Long live um, the AR pistol. I run a Viz Green Hollow Sun laser. Uh, it has NV capabilities because I do have NV devices, but that's not really why I put this on this gun. Uh, the ability to come completely off the gun while understanding where it's pointed is a huge relaxation factor. Absolutely. Like, trying to stay on a gun, on a threat, while you're waiting for people sucks. If you've ever had to do it, this thing is probably... 11 to 12 pounds somewhere in there um trying to hold this for 30 minutes no i'm not that guy the ability to come off of it and understand like okay that's where that dot is and also the other guy gets to understand where that dot is uh i know that we're not supposed to rely on that but hey hey relying on it and using it that's just it relying on something as like this will absolutely get me the result i want versus understanding that this is something in favor of the result i want and i'll i'll do that for shoulder fired guns in general as well whether they're sbrs whether they're regular you know regular carbines regular rifles whatever if it's one of those things that like, look, if you show up to the fight with a rifle of any sort, any sort of shoulder fired platform, you are making a statement in that fight that you were there for serious. Right. You are seriously in that versus handguns don't make that same statement. And law enforcement especially will tell you this. It'd be it, guys who have gotten into altercations where they only had their handgun versus times when they showed up with their rifle. The attitude in that fight is vastly different. Yeah, um, I really like this gun. I should shoot this gun more. You should. That that's a nice it, gun. Yeah. Um I so nine, I also nine mil SBRs are fun guys. <laughs> uh I love that we all run SBRs with red dots, lights and lasers. There's almost yep. like yeah. It's almost it's, like almost, we, it's almost like we've thought about this a little bit. And we all kind of came of age in that same sort of, you know. If uh, I if if I wasn't running this, 
I would run an MP5, and I'm actually trying to source an MP5 clone right now for the same reasons. I I, I have an MP5 clone that I have kitted exactly like this, right. and I'll put it I'll put it in the same bag that I run this in. It's just I'm running the Scorpion right now because I recently got the stock, and um, shout out to Reptilia because this thing's awesome. <laughs> yeah. An MP5 um, would be, oh man, that MP5. I mean, let's be real. Uh, the the extension of the, the the greatest possible version of this is a stockless MP5K on the sling that goes under your suit, and then you just come those, out with that thing. I wore one of those to a wedding one time, very that's, recently. That's completely unsurprising and also very extra. Uh, well, so we were we were told like, oh, the groomsmen got to come armed, and like everybody was very like, oh, here's my pistol and my phobus holster, and I'm like, not me. And they're like, like, holy, sh- holy shit, Jack! <laughs> like, what the fuck? Jack <laughs> woke like, up and I, said, like, look, I'm just I was stuck told on to these arms. That means more than usual, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> but we don't love them though. Um, I think also like, so you had another bad gun. Uh, Caleb, yeah, I think I mean, we're talking so the, about this other bad gun, and like I actually have this for this. So, this is something a project that I actually get really invested in that I think actually goes super hard because this isn't just a uh, a low profile shotgun. So, this is the Mossberg Shockwave in 410, and the reason why it's in 410 is because I can hand this to basically anybody up to and including a you know reasonably sized child and the recoil will not be punishing on them and yet even with a and yet a three inch magnum out of this will go through four layer denim and penetrate like 16 inches in gel and it's got five pellets it's like getting shot five times at once with a nine mil so this gun is really cool and i really love the idea of the shockwave uh as a so I have actually used this hypothetically as a car gun when driving through environments that where carjacking is an extremely common problem. And because this thing can go out a window a lot easier than some other things. And this also really, really means get the fuck out of my face. I so I think there's a there's communication factor to the the firearm you present. That <laughs> is a form of communication. <laughs> um, I think in a lot of ways, when we look at different stuff, uh, I, I know I am not a huge shotgun fan. Um, I generally think shotguns are great self-defense tools when they become, when you start thinking about defensive self and others, I think the carbine kind of edges it out, whether it be a PCC or 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 a full rifle thing. I don't know if um, I 100 agree with that, but go on. I, uh, I I'm, cover, I'm a conversation I would rather have offline first, and then we can talk about having it online because I I think there's some nuances here, and that's not to tease you guys. It is so that we get another episode out of this topic because sometimes. It's a slow news week. What do you want from us? Yeah, uh, we're worth we're worth what you pay. Um, <laughs> if you would like to pay us, we we can be bought for the record. Yeah, like if oh yeah, one hundred percent. And I'll say, I'll say it right now. Really want us to talk about money for fifteen hundred dollars cash money. You can come on this show, and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about for an hour. Right? 
Yeah. yeah I mean, we're 100%. not above Big Bun. Like, if, if that's how you feel, we'll make it happen. Um, <laughs> just don't tell our boss. You know, just keep it on the low. <laughs> he doesn't watch these. He don't know. <laughs> You're not um, wrong. So I think I think yeah, he actually. I think it's an individual sometimes. decision. Um, a short barreled shotgun or even just a normal shotgun. <laughs> I think the bird's head shotguns got overlooked for a while, and I really have to say, ret of defensive concepts. Is that mm-hmm. the correct? Oh, he, defensive shit. He has like one of my guns right now, too. So defensive something. He's doing good work with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With that toy, with that little TX22 compact. He, yeah. Freaking, yeah. He makes that he, gun look even cooler than it already is. For weird gun stuff, I think ret is really cool. I'm not a cheap pistol guy. I, I I'm not going to become one. I, like, I, look, I understand I, that he's I, doing that. I like, like I like what he did with cheap pistol. I think it was an interesting concept, and it it fits use cases. That's not me though. Like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like, just I'm I'm just carbine. I I, I know <laughs> I know what four six and five seven does to people. I'm not going to rely on twenty two long rifle for myself. That's a personal decision for me. I don't think you're wrong in selecting 22 long rifle for personal defense no. if you're making that decision for yourself. But I want you to hold that thought because that's another that's an entire episode that we could talk about. Oh, there's, it, a whole, oh yeah. there's a whole conversation that can be ha- had around because I live very much in like the gun that I carry, I carry a 38 special revolver. Many people consider that to be the bottom edge of acceptable or the top edge of margin. You know, like... let's come. Let's come back and talk subcalibers and the range. Yep, small, of handguns. small, small calibers and what they can actually do. Yeah, like, like let's, let's talk about that in another episode. Yeah, and on that note, guys. So you know, tell us about your bag gun setups, right? Like, what do you guys have in a backpack, or don't tell us what you have in a backpack, or you know, a cause... big shout out, big shout out, by the way. To Lucky Gunner Ammo, who ran a series on bag guns and did a phenomenal job with it. I highly recommend you go check them out. Those guys really do some of the best media. Uh, like, uh, you know, and this is coming from somebody who's done media. I've also done media for Lucky Gunners. So, you know, un poco bias. But, um, yeah, no. So, on the bag they, gun they, thing. They put out a lot of very good information. Not not just on bag guns. A lot of their series are very informative and they they don't push they don't push their conclusion they're like this is how this performed this is what we found and i like yeah. that type of information and generally like if you're if you're not watching if you're not watching them you should be you're you, you've, mm-hmm. you've failed out like they do really great content they're good people uh chris baker's solid human being and um, so is manny mansfield Manny's a better human being let's just <laughs> manny is the best human being manny is what we all wish we could be someday and if you don't know what we're talking about, go. Yeah, go, well, you should yeah. do some Google. Go, yeah, you need to do some Google. Go to the. But that, that's a great Google place Google. for us. That's a great place for us to end it here. Uh, so thank you so much for watching. Uh, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Then share and subscribe again. Um, if I swear to Buddha, at the end of this meeting, I have gotten like five different meeting requests from this one guy because he keeps changing the goddamn time on this call i'm going to lose my mind usa 
anyway, guys, thanks for watching. Send us your favorite bag setups or, you know, what bags you love, what guns you love to put in bags. You know, don't send us anything that's a federal crime because this is a discoverable forum. And I cannot stress that enough. I will I, rat you out. I will rat you out on the stand. We don't even need to wait. We don't even need to do anything. Like you guys understand the Internet is all a discoverable <laughs> forum, right? So the, maybe don't put your abilities online. For everyone's eyeballs all right guys that is it we'll be back next week with a new episode